What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wolfpack Wager Podcast. This is College Football Week 6. I'm your host, Technician Sports Editor Camden Spate. I'm Assistant Sports Editor Jake Cacavaro. I'm Assistant Sports Editor Nicholas Schnicker. And there's no NC State game to this week, bye week for them. Uh, so, you know, we're going to skip that part of our weekly podcast and go right into picking the favorite. I'm going to go Ohio State minus 20 and a half over Michigan State. Ohio State has really dominated everyone they've played so far. And, you know, given the best team that Ohio State has played has been like Nebraska, but that game was 48 7. At Nebraska, too. Yeah, that's true. At yeah. Nebraska. Michigan State just isn't that great of a team. You know, I think they were ranked at one, or I think they're ranked uh, 25th right now. But, you know, it's just like oh, at home, um, you know, two teams that are, you know, fairly close together, you know, in, in the realm of things and have always played each other. Kind of a rivalry, not quite it, like Michigan, but it's, still. It's one of those weird things where their rivals are – their rivals are the same, right. but they're not really rivals. It's one of those kind of weird things. I'd probably say that they they are at a lesser degree, but yeah, yeah you're right with Michigan kind of being between them. But, tw- you know, 20 and a half covers the three touchdown win, and I think that's, you know, fairly likely with this Ohio State team. They're going to be fired up at home. You know, it's kind of the first game that I would say they actually have competition. Mm-hmm. You know, the the first four games were pretty easy, so... I think that's you know a fairly good bet with uh, with a three touchdown favorite. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, my favorite is UCF at Cincinnati minus four point five, and I think last time I just checked now, yeah, the line's down to four, so I would say it's even better now. Uh, the Bearcat like Cincinnati has covered four in four of their last six games, so you know, but. They've covered just two of their last six when they're the underdogs. And they're the underdogs in this game. I think that's going to continue. UCF is averaging 45 points per game this season. I just can't see this game being less than a touchdown, frankly. I don't remember who UCF played last week, but they were like a 42-point favorite, and they hit that like yeah, like in the first half easily, like halfway through the second quarter. And I think it's a good bet. I, I think UCF is, you know, you normally going to be fired up to play some of these Power Five teams. So last time UCF played a or Cincinnati, I mean, played a ranked opponent. By the way, that was they played Ohio State. They lost forty-two to nothing. Yeah, I don't think it'll be forty-two to nothing, but it's going to be more than four point five. You still say you're okay with betting against Cincinnati on their new field too? Yes, the new black and red <laughs> I field. I don't think it's okay. I like the field. I don't think it's actually going <laughs> to matter that much. All right. well, I think it's going to hurt to watch almost as watching who plays on the Boise, Boise State. State. Boise yeah. State. I don't think I will ever watch a Boise State game for the sole greatest of, field in all of sports. Hurt, I agree. They wear blue jerseys eyes, and they just lay down on the field. Like I don't Sick. understand what you mean. That should be cheating. All right. Well, maybe. <laughs> well, my favorite is pretty simple for me. Air Force minus three and a half. Their mascot Aurora. Mascot last twenty three years. The Falcon died. Lock. You. Oh yeah. A, yeah. Absolutely. A, a team lock. whose mascot just died or is sick, or had a big booster die or something. Yep. When you have someone that is tied to the program or something, mm-hmm. yep. in the case of Aurora, you bet them Air Force minus three and a half, lock of the century. I, I agree. I think that's going to be yeah easy. That one, yeah. The, the mascot's a given. Yep. Yeah, it's a mascot time. game. All yep. the time. Indeed. All right, we'll move to the, to the underdog cover here. I'm going to go with Boston College. Five-point underdog to Louisville. And, uh, you know... It's it's an interesting game because both these teams are not good. 
Correct. But last game, Louisville played Florida State, and Cam Akers ran for three touchdowns. A.J. Dillon probably runs for three touchdowns. They cover five points. I think either way, it's a close game. It's an ACC Mm -hmm. game between two teams that are at the bottom of the ACC, you know, fairly close. But so I think A.J. Dillon has a big day and five points is covered. I I keep it really simple when I bet. If you get blown out by Kansas, I don't bet on you. (laughs) And Boston College got doubled up by Kansas, lost by 24. And coming from someone that's from Boston. It's I just I, I can't bring yeah. myself to do it. Though they did play Wake Forest very close at home. Wake Forest is a good team, and Boston I, College only lost by a field goal. I think both but, Boston College and Louisville are kind of weird teams in the sense yeah. of like we don't know Boston what they College are is worse than you thought they were going to be, and Louisville slightly better, better. than you thought they were going to be. But Louisville so, could still be really bad, exactly. And Boston Either College one, may still not be terrible. Exactly, it could be this weird situation of. Boston College might be what we originally thought they were, and so would Louisville, but they also could be the exact opposite. Yeah. They're both kind of in a weird limbo. Louisville's played better than I think most people assumed they would. They they, came out in the first game against Notre Dame, I think, right? Yep. And played well, you know, hung with Notre Dame for at least a half, whatever it was. But are you talking yourself out of your bet right now? No, no, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying that I've, Louisville is better than I than we originally thought. Agreed. I See, think. so I think which would be interesting when SC State plays Louisville. I think at home, your but. underdog is similar to mine in the sense of it's not a safe bet by any means. It's not like the Air Force one where it's a lock, but it's one that I feel like <laughs> the Air Force is a lock. But it's one that I feel like is a good bet. Because for a different reason. So mine is Virginia Tech plus 14, and I know Jake disagrees with me on this one. This is my main reasoning for this. Miami can't stop the pass rush. They're 130th in the country in third down conversions. Offensively. Defensively, they're great at defending it, which means I think this game is going to be a series of Virginia Tech punting it to Miami, Miami punting it back, and back and back and back and back and I think it's going to be low scoring, so I think Virginia keeps it within two. T- Virginia Tech keeps it within two touchdowns simply for the fact of it's not going to be a high scoring game. But the only, the only way the third down, the Miami's lack of third down success matters is if they get to a third down. Virginia Tech let up forty five at home to Duke. They let up forty five at home to Boston College. Virginia Tech is allowing many points to bad teams. I don't think Miami's a bad team. I don't think they're a good team, but I think Miami is average enough to win this game by around three touchdowns. Though, I will say, when you when you take plus 14, you've always got the opportunity for the backdoor cover. Could be a three-touchdown exactly. game all game long. Then all of a sudden, it, Virginia Tech scores with 30 seconds left to make it a two-touchdown it, game. You push, or maybe if it goes to 13, you cover. It's like that one earlier in the season, it was A&M Clemson. Yep. That exact thing happened. I think that could happen today, this game. But I think it's going to be so low scoring, which is why I also picked it for my under. But And that's at 47. But let's get to your underdog first. Yeah, so um, my underdog, and I was... At first I was leaning towards Iowa against Michigan, but I think Michigan, this is going to be a statement game for them. They're not really... They suffered that huge loss to Wisconsin, so I'm going to stay away from that one. Uh, my underdog is Purdue plus 28. Purdue-Penn State, Big Ten game. Purdue's not... Awful. Penn State's pretty good, but Penn State also, in just a few weeks, has Wisconsin and has Ohio State. So mm-hmm. odds are they're looking ahead. 
Penn State tends to play the good Big Ten teams tough. Yeah. They, I think it was a couple years ago. They might have been last year. They blew Ohio State out of the water. Um, I, I don't think Penn State gets blown out in this game. I, I think it stays around two touchdowns, honestly. And if I can get a line that's double that, I'm, I'm going to take that. Even though the game is in Happy Valley, I, I think Purdue probably – I think Penn State wins by maybe like 14, 17 range. I think yeah. this would be a really good time to bring up uh, Jalen, who can't be with us today. Um, He's he, not he like sick up, or anything. No, he just he woke, woke up late. late, and it's fine. We're fine. But if you look at his Wolfpack Wager article from this week, a couple games that you just mentioned, Jake, were in there. Penn State, he had minus 28. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. Which is an interesting pick. I think that I kind of agree with you, Jake, here. I think that is a lot. I'm not uh, sure yeah. I'm going to touch the game, but <laughs> I do think that is a lot. I'm not sure I would pick Penn State. Another one you mentioned, Iowa-Michigan. He picked Michigan minus three and a half. Yeah. I agree with that one for the sole purpose of, in our pigskin picks last week, I picked against Michigan. And if I do that again, my family is probably going to disown me. Real, real big Michigan fans uh, on my mom's side. Go blue. So, go blue. you know, yeah, go go blue this week. I did pick Iowa in that game, actually. I thought, I really like Iowa just keeping games really close, and I just don't like Michigan at all. But <laughs> I did some very basic research, and I was like, yeah, Iowa seems like the, the move here. But another game he picked, uh, he actually picked three uh, favorites in this um, Wolfpack Wager article. His third was Texas, minus 10.5. They're playing West Virginia. Texas is number 11 in the country. Where's it at? Uh, it's at West Virginia. Okay, Morgan. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying Morgantown isn't the same anymore, but you yeah, know, state's still lost. But I, yeah, I still think <laughs> I still think Texas is probably a good bet there. Um, the Longhorns have played really well the last two games, um, and we'll get to his parlay I think at the end. But we'll we'll definitely mention that in in honor of him sleeping in today. <laughs> but uh, if we want to go into what we over now, yeah. So the over I picked is kind of kind of our general rule in the office when we're talking is if you see the Oklahoma over, you take it. Yep. Simply because it's Oklahoma. And that rings true this week because they're playing Kansas. Kansas gave up 51 to TCU last week. What's the over? 67 and a half. Yeah, I think that's probably a good bet. I think you maybe need Kansas to get 10 points if that for this to cover, Oklahoma could cover it exactly. By That's why I'm saying honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped points. a seventy point. Exactly. So I mean, I, they've done it before. Yeah, they exactly. do it again. I, I think you absolutely just smash the over in this game. I don't care if it goes up to seventy. I think you still take it. Yeah, so, similar to Nicholas for mine. I I have I have a bunch of rules when I gamble, but one is you never bet a Texas Tech under. You never bet an Oklahoma State under. Oklahoma State and Texas Tech are playing each other. <laughs> Sat, it's only at 63 and a half. Oh, this yeah. game's yeah, going to get that. into the 80s. Like, yep. These teams don't play defense. They just throw the ball 60 times a game. It, I, I'm going to take that, and I'm not going to lose any sleep over it at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm going uh, a little bit. It, it's an ACC game, and I don't. Seems like you I, were sticking pretty ACC this week. Yeah, I, I kind of like picking those because it's more interesting. That's fair. But Duke and Pittsburgh playing at Duke, I believe. And the over-under is at 48-and-a-half. And Duke put up 45 against Virginia Tech. We've talked about how Virginia Tech's not good. But I think just overall, neither of these defenses are going to be really good enough to stop the other. Enough that they're not going to put up you know, 30 points each or 25 points each. So I think I like the, the over in Duke and Pitt game. Duke has a good offense. I don't know yeah. much about Pitt. But Duke does have a good offense, so if you can get Duke into the 30s, I mean, they're only a five-point favorite, so Vegas assumes Pittsburgh is 
considering home team gets about two and a half, three points in general. Vegas is assuming Pittsburgh is r- roughly the same caliber as Duke. You've got to imagine, like, if Duke can get to 30, Pitt's probably going to get to 20, and there yeah. you go. I, I I think that's a good call. I mean, Pittsburgh put up 35 against UCF. You know, UCF obviously known for the offense more than probably the Probably still a better but... defense than Duke, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I'm, that's where I'm going to go with that. Sticking in the ACC for my under, I mentioned it earlier, Miami-Virginia Tech under 47. I don't think either of these teams are going to convert enough on th- I mentioned third down to death in my you know underdog pick, <laughs> but I just think it's going to be these two teams punting the ball back and forth for a good chunk of this game. And I just don't think you hit 47. Those I think are the most of entertaining games when they punt yeah. the ball back and forth. <laughs> I, I think it could very well be 21-14, you know, Maybe a team gets 28 and the other one gets 10. I just don't see it hitting 47. Yeah, that's fair. My, mine, I'm sticking in the Big Ten. Iowa, the Iowa-Michigan Michigan game we talked about. When we started this podcast, the line was at 48 and a half. So in the last 20 minutes, it's dropped down to 48. It looks like it's probably going to close around 47. It might even get to 46 and a half. I still like the under. Like mm-hmm. You could not set me an under a total low enough for me to not pick the under. This game, it's Big Ten football. It's going to be punt, 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 interception, punt, punt, fumble, punt, punt, punt. It well, sounds like low. my prediction for it's the Miami like, game. I would be surprised if it gets into the 40s. I think Michigan's going to win like 14 to 10 or something. Give me that under. It, that seems These like are a looking Michigan too easy. Game. I'm starting to get yeah. worried. These that, are looking too easy. That seems like a, a normal Michigan <laughs> game exactly. where and Michigan Iowa. scores 14 points and still close game and, where they win. Yep, and Iowa's going to run the ball maybe 45 times. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm going to go uh, some some SEC football here. Georgia and Tennessee. The under is at 51 and a half. Tennessee scored three points in its game against Florida. And I'm going to say Georgia's defense is as good, if not better, than Florida's oh, defense. Tennessee might not score a point. Yeah, so like <laughs> three points, a touchdown, maybe 10. Yeah. And, I mean, Georgia last week scored 23 against Notre Dame and – you know, the first two weeks before that were complete blowouts to, you know, lesser teams. But I don't think Georgia needs to score. I don't think it's their style of play to score 40 points in this game. And I don't think Tennessee scores more than 10 points anyway. So Georgia likes to lean on the run anyway. So you assume once they get up, probably a few scores. Yeah. Probably it's going to hand the ball to DeAndre Swift. Let him yeah. grind out and the clock. Long drives. And, they're, you know, Tennessee's not going to be able to stop him anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's where I'm going with that. I think this would be an appropriate time to mention that Jalen and I's argument about Washington and USC last week. I won. You know, <laughs> Washington won by two touchdowns. I, yeah. I got that game correct yeah, as that, well. That I was on your side. I, I wasn't here for the podcast, but when I listened to it, that that was. I don't know what Jalen was even saying. That that was Washington. USC is not do, very. Do we good. ever know what Jalen is saying? That's fair. That's fair. Are we ever sure? We, going going back to my favorite quote from Jalen was on the first football box specific podcast of this year. Was when he said, "I am nothing but if not a man with hot takes." It's true, he and is. it rings true no matter what podcast he's on. When he's just sitting in our office, and he makes some interesting calls. And let's let's highlight one of those right now because he gave us a parlay. He gives two parlays if you look at his article too. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave the article for for the listeners to go look at. But he just texted us another one, so it's a fourteen parlay. It's Michigan money line against Iowa. It's Texas spread minus eight and a half over West Virginia. Washington spread over Stanford minus 16 and a half and Georgia Tech cover 14 and a half against UNC. I think all of Jalen's parlays mm-hmm. so far that he's mentioned on this podcast have been one game off. 
Yeah, it's true. Whoever that is still a loss. I think this so one. Like this four. one is about one dollar to seven dollars, I believe. So seven to one. Oh, yeah. whew. So I don't. Mm, I don't think Georgia Tech stays within ten. I think UNC is going to win that. But Jalen also more than two touchdowns though, fourteen and a half. For his parlay? Yeah. Yeah, well that's what it was when he when he put it in. Okay, right now, right now, now North Carolina's a ten and a half point favorite. Okay. Uh, no, so that's yeah. well, he, he might have bought points too, actually. Okay. So he might have bought it up to fourteen and a half. Could have done that. Yeah. Based on the odds he got on that parlay, I doubt it. That must have been the line when he got it. Because he likes to do his parlays real early in the week when the lines are still big. So that's what I'd have to guess. This was at least yesterday, I think. But yeah. still. So that's his his hot take parlay for this week. I also went three and oh in the Wolfpack Wager. For, first person first to do person. so. I think you're the first person to have even a winning record in Wolfpack Wager. There might have been a 2-1 and one in there somewhere. Maybe. But either way, NC State, seven-point underdog. Florida State, you know, covered that pretty bad. Yeah. And then uh, the one I'm most proud of is the Colorado State minus 20, or plus 24 against Utah State. Utah State looking ahead to this week against LSU, only one by 10. But to end this, we're going to talk about Auburn and Florida. It's the college game day, game of the week, and I believe it's like a two-point spread. Yeah, two so Auburn's half. favored by two and a half, and the over-under is at 48 and a half. Do you guys like anything from that game? I, I like Auburn. I, don't, I mean, Florida's, Florida has its backup quarterback. Auburn's already beaten Oregon on the road. No, Oregon on a neutral site and Texas a at home. Two really good teams. Florida barely beat Kentucky. They're they are down to their backup quarterback. I, I know it's in Florida, yeah. but that, that means Vegas pretty much thinks, considering Florida's getting, or Auburn's getting the two and a half points, um, that Florida's getting, sorry, the two and a half points from being at home. Vegas thinks that Auburn's about five points better than Florida. I, I think that's too low. Like I, I think Florida, I think Auburn's a lot better. I, I don't think Florida's going to be able to score very much, and I think Auburn has a better offense than it's gotten credit for. See, I I don't know about this game. It's not one I don't like betting on teams against two like ranked opponents, especially top ten. Exactly opponents. because I feel like those it could always go either way. So I went ahead and I looked at Odd Shark for this game. According to them, Florida will win cover and the total will go over. So they completely disagree with you, Jake. And I know you <laughs> like this website because you use it for a source on your articles sometimes. So that's kind of interesting. But yeah, I mean Auburn this year five zero against the spread. Florida two two and one against the spread, so yeah, I you know in pigskin picks I picked Florida mostly because they're at home and the I think fact, I did as well and the fact that fewer people pick Florida than Auburn so I thought maybe I could get a leg up you know <laughs> but I I'm I don't really like any of the the spread or the over under on this game forty eight and a half I really have no idea like where this game is gonna go because I could I could see it being a defensive battle. But, you know, they're not like, you know, we're not talking about Bama, Georgia here. Like, 48 still not that high. So, and the two and a half, I mean, like you said, Jake, it's, you know, two, two and a half points for being at home. So, really five-point favorite if they're in a neutral site, you know, is, you know, Florida should be, you know, the stadium should be rocking for that game, I would hope. It should. But, yeah, well, the swamp is always crazy. Yes, but I'm not, I'm not really sold on anything. If, if I had to choose something in this game... I think I'd probably pick the under. I yeah, think. I like the yeah. under. If I had to pick one thing, it's probably the under just because the atmosphere and 
you know, both these teams are in the top 10, so their defenses should be good enough. But I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not sold on anything here. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really either on that game. All right, you guys got anything else before we wrap it up? No, that's what no. I like. Good luck yeah. to everyone. Yeah, good luck for sure. We'll see how, how we pan out next week. And uh, make sure you listen to our First in Tech podcast if you're interested in NC State sports. That's also on our Twitter, at Tech Sports. And we'll see you guys next week. And I'm your host, Technician Sports Editor Camden Spate. I'm Assistant Sports Editor Jake Takavaro. And I'm Assistant Sports Editor Nicholas Schnecker. <laughs>